exploring faith journeys and inspiring ministries that embody the good news of God, this is The Cumberland Road. I'm your host, T.J. Melanoski. Our faith can take us on some amazing and unimaginable journeys, and Reverend Ewau Setos is no exception. Ewau is the senior minister at the Louisville Japanese Cumberland Presbyterian Church. Prior to the global pandemic, he was traveling monthly to Indiana, Tennessee, and Alabama to organize Japanese-speaking faith communities. In our conversation, Iwao shares what it was like being a teenager and a Christian in Japan, his calling into ministry, and how important the Cumberland Presbyterian Church is to him. Join me on this conversation Cumberland Road with Reverend Ewell Sato. Ewell, thank you for joining me on today's podcast. It's an honor to have you on the show. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, I like to begin our conversations uh, going back in time. And can you recall an early experience, an early encounter with God? That's a good question. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to recall what is my earliest encounter with God. And sometimes it's a tough question. I, it's easier to probably answer what is your favorite Japanese food or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. But okay, let me try. Yeah, I, I mean, in my ch- childhood, I have a, a lot of happy memories, but my earliest memory or experience with God is probably not one of them. And I, I still kind of like a photograph. I can recall one scene, one uh, memory that uh, uh, probably I was around four years old, I, I woke up in midnight and my mother reading a thick book. I already knew that was Bible. And uh, I felt so, I did not have that word at that moment, but I felt so sacred or holy or beautiful. You know, I, I, I probably I have to explain a little bit more, but uh, my wife, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> my English is, my mother, my mother separated from my father. And uh, at that time, I did not know, but later on, I recognized uh, she was a, a victim of the domestic violence. And uh, she brought her children to new city, uh, her friend helped her, her Christian friend helped her to uh, move. I still remember that uh, in midnight, we came to the uh, strange, I mean the new city and uh, in a small house, we moved in. 
my mother said, this is a new uh, place. And uh, uh, we, I had lived uh, until I, you know, I mean, moved out of that uh, house. It was just two rooms house and uh, uh, we eat, slept and played together in that uh, small tiny rooms. And uh, you know, that after that, it was when I was three and uh, there was a transition and I, I woke up midnight often and uh, many times I recall that uh, my mother, sometimes she prayed and sometimes she was crying, but uh, always she opened Bible in front of her. And that was through her, I mean, I felt the holy presence was there. And uh, of course she, she was so busy and she had to raise four children by herself. So, so she, she encouraged her, almost push us to go to church, cause a church, <laughs> local church. Yeah, come on Presbyterian church, that was. So yeah, I, there's a, many happy memories there. But uh, my earliest I mean, memory was probably the, the, that kind of midnight memory. It was dark, yeah, but it, it was very kind of beautiful memory to me still. Yeah. I like how you phrased it like a photograph. Your memory, your early uh, memory is like a photograph. Um, I really like that. I can, I can visualize it. Well, let's talk about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you, you had through your mother, an early example of a relationship with Christ, and she was a good example for you. Your relationship with Jesus Christ, how is it giving you purpose? How is it giving you direction in your life? Hmm. Yeah, there was a probably cultural sensitivity there, but in Japan, uh, we have only 1% of our population is Christian. So obviously uh, when I went to the public elementary school or, or, or like I was, a, 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 I was baptized, baptized when I was 12, uh, in, the, in my public middle school, when I shared that story to my friends, they, all of them teased me. Oh, oh you became a followers of, follower of the foreign religion. Or yeah, I mean, uh, you betrayed us or like that. But that, uh, you know, church, always is a, to me, church is a place. Make, I mean, I felt very at home, connecting to the others. So going out of church, I mean, I mean going to the public school, I mean, all of your friends are non-believers. In that circumstance, I think, as a Christian, as a young Christian, we have to be identified ourselves as our followers 
of Christ or abandon it. I mean, get away from that. That there is a kind of you know two paths. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and uh, it was tough situation, but still, I really think that uh, uh, God gave me that situation to make my connection to Jesus stronger and a deeper way. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been a tough time. You know, uh, you're a teenager and right. <laughs> being a teenager as tough as it is. And then your closest friends can keep you at arm's length. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that community of faith can be a, a place of belonging that we can't get anywhere else. It's different. It was. And uh, when I was I graduated from high school, I decided to go to Bible college. And uh, there I met a beautiful woman and she first uh, taught me piano and she, but you know, I, 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 I gave up my, I did not have any music talent and uh, you know, she, became my uh, uh, life partner. So <laughs> it's a happy ending to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, after the after the uh, graduating my that Bible college, uh, I worked for a, a company secular company uh, for two years and went back to seminary in Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was about to ask all of this is Bible colleges in Japan and seminary in Japan? Yes. Okay. So you went back to divinity school or you went to seminary? That's right. That's right. And uh, uh, well, that it probably I can briefly comment my uh, life journey. Uh, kind of, I can finish my story, you know, how, how I did not uh, expect I came to United States, but uh, after 10 years of the pastoring life in Japan, I've I, I pastored Sagamino Church for 10 years. Hmm. And kind of slowly, I was burned out. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, it was a tough moment to me. And uh, my wife really helped me to direct the next step and uh, we discussed together and uh, 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 talked with the leaders, elders of the Sagamino Church. And they also encouraged me to study in Memphis Theological Seminary. So yeah, uh, they gave a sabbatical period. I was grateful for, his, for their dis decision. And uh, I spent one year in Memphis Theological Seminary. And there, actually, it's also the turning point of my life too. Uh, I met a lot of Japanese-speaking believers in Memphis, uh, in Nashville, Knoxville area, in Kentucky, and in Mississippi and Alabama. And I uh, figured out that, that there 
were no Japanese speaking preacher then uh, in uh, this, these states. So I felt guilty. And uh, after going back to Japan, I shared this story and experience with them. And uh, uh, to make the longer story short that uh, they decided, we, we uh, decided to, that the, someone will have to take care of this situation. And they, they, they decided they sent me to the wow. uh, yeah, United States side. And uh, that's how it happened. I, I came to the uh, United States, moved in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, 11 years ago. Wow, so actually, okay. yeah, this is uh, 2021 is uh, my 20th anniversary of my ordination. But it, it was, it was kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, journey <laughs> until now. So your the church that you served in Japan sent you back to the United States to to provide ministry to Japanese-speaking Christians. Yes, as I said, I, I made a long, longer story short, and uh, there, I'm telling you, there were a lot of arguments also <laughs> in that period. Oh, pastor, what are you talking about? They, you know, the, for the first time they said, but yeah, eventually, I mean, they, these elders organize a, a supporting committee hmm. and for 10 years it's amazing for 10 years up to now uh, they uh, well uh, monthly they met with video conferencing they they they, they praying together and uh, you know giving me have giving me advice every month for 10 years so it is still going on. So there is a, a supporting committee in Japan Presbytery, Japan side. But uh, yeah, we organized as a church in Louisville, Japanese church as a common Presbyterian church. So it's a really, I mean, we have a, a, a mutual a relationship. Yeah. And the Louisville Cumberland Presbyterian Church, Japanese speaking Cumberland Presbyterian Church was just organized three years ago. Uh, it's uh, it's been five years, I think, uh, six oh, wow. years. Yeah, 2015. Oh, wow. Okay, I was way off. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Time flies. I yeah. <laughs> Let, let's go back in time a little bit. Let's talk about your calling in the ministry. So you were sharing, you, you met your wife at a Bible college. Were At that time, did you feel a call to ordained ministry or or did that come later actually not that that's that's why uh i did not go to seminary directly after the bible college <laughs> i i i needed these these two years to work for the uh, a company uh how can i put it at the moment I, I'm graduating to the Bible college. I'm kind of thinking about uh, going to seminary directory, 
but uh, uh, my uh, pastor challenged me. And uh, are you really want to be a pastor? And are you really want to be a seminary? And that made me thinking, and that's actually a good question to me. And uh, I mean, just kind of, you know, I mean, I pictured my future pastor in Japan. It's, it's a tough position, right? And actually, uh, at the moment we, I graduated from college, my wife, she was a pastor's daughter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And actually, I mean, it was interesting. I mean, so she knows in and out more than me how, what, what the pastor's life looked like in Japan. Mm -hmm. And uh, she did not encourage me at all <laughs> to be a pastor. <laughs> and, but, but uh, you know, I mean, she went to Pennsylvania to study uh, organ, church music for two years. And uh, when she came back, we engaged. Mm. And uh, we prepared for the marriage, wedding. And uh, during that period, I mean, that was like uh, one year and uh, six months later, I graduated from the Bible college. I felt still fire is burning in my heart. Mm. And I did not have a peace to work for a, a company. And uh, I did not have peace at all. And uh, I, again, you know that uh, all the my memory of my family and uh, uh, that the church school teacher and uh, it's kind of almost every night flashed back to me mm. and yeah it was frustrated I was frustrated but also I, I figured out oh people call this calling I'm called by the Lord. I just sensed. And uh, when I talked to my wife, she agreed that uh, that is a right path to go to the seminary. So I, I decided to go back to the right track again. Mm. And uh, uh, my pastor, you know, that uh, who challenged me, you know, that uh, he really welcomed me. I mean, uh, he, he encouraged me. Oh, yeah, time, time comes, he <laughs> said. <laughs> yes. So it has, you know, I mean, challenging moment that two years, but I, I need it. And uh, without it, probably, I mean, I was burned out as a pastor, as a mm. minister, for mm. sure. But uh, yeah, God kind of checked me. <laughs> it, was, it was a precious moment when I look back. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your ministry now and today. And uh, share with me for a few minutes. You, you serve a church in Louisville, 
Kentucky, but that's not all. So share with me, you, there's other groups in other parts of the South, for those who may not know. Yeah, thank you for uh, asking me that question. So uh, 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 from the beginning, uh, that we chose Louisville uh, as a kind of uh, base or the, 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 to reach out other cities. And the uh, Louisville Japanese Christian community, before I'm, I'm coming, you know, there is a worshiping group here and they respect my thought. And I mean, they, they understand the situation here. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky, or the Cincinnati, or Indianapolis, or Nashville, if you name the bigger cities, there are Japanese speaking worshiping groups. But uh, almost uh, all the these groups, uh, lay groups, well, that uh, speaking of, of the uh, groups in Nashville, that sometimes the uh, like retired missionary taking care of them. But uh, uh, I, I think I'm the only still the only Japanese native speaking preacher in state of Kentucky and uh, in Indiana, no one there, and uh, in Tennessee no one there. So I'm uh, trying to reach out these groups. So what I did before this pandemic, uh, until this pandemic happened, I, I tried to commute them monthly basis. So like, uh, you know, that the uh, circuit preacher with the Cumberland Christian Church <laughs> did in 90s. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to do the, not circuit, but probably you, they call me the like a Toyota preacher or <laughs> whatever they call me. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm on the road, and, uh, trying to reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah, because prior to the pandemic, you were traveling, you were traveling Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama. Uh, were you going anywhere else? Uh, Indianapolis and uh, uh, Time to time, Cincinnati area, yes. Okay, even Ohio. Good yeah. grief. You must be changing tires all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm replacing Angel by myself every two months. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, we've been in a pandemic for over a year now, and that obviously has changed the way that you are doing ministry. So what does ministry look like for you now and for the groups that are geographically kind of spread throughout, well, the north and the southern part of the United States? What are you doing and what challenges are you facing? Right. So that, uh, you know, pandemic hit our ministry. And, uh, well, last March, we closed, we stopped all the ministries in person mm. and it, it really affect all of my gathering and I, I i could not do anything i just gave up for first like three months a couple of months at least but after that uh i tried to reach out i called them to uh 
find a way. And I started uh, 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 online gathering by using Zoom. And uh, it's so like I went down to Maryville, Knoxville area, Tennessee, uh, uh, monthly. And I started to organize an online gathering with them. But it from the uh, um, it's you know that uh, from the two months later it's expand. I mean the people start to uh, uh, log in from other places, from Nashville, from Memphis, from Huntsville, Alabama, from uh, Detroit, Michigan, and from uh, Indianapolis. Sometimes from even Chicago. And uh, now you know it, we are continually uh, keep that online gathering going uh, still now. And uh, you know that uh, our facilitator joining from Michigan and uh, that the worship leader, he, he's a good guitarist. Uh, he, he's joining, leading our worship songs from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> and I'm preaching from Louisville. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Really, I did not expect this gathering. And I, I'm just broadcasting from my living room. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. It is. Yeah, I, I know we were talking a little bit about it before we started recording, but I just wanted you to share that again, just so folks can know that even in the midst of a pandemic, we can adapt and have adapted for worship so that we can continue to glorify God and what you were sharing with me, I thought was amazing. I, I wanted you to share it again. Yes, I mean, this is really a new venue. I mean, to connect all of them at once. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm commuting to the different places, each places, different timing. So uh, they did not connect each other. But this was the online gathering at large in large area it's it's a good uh, way to i mean communicate they knew that oh there is a japanese speaking community and the christians in knoxville and in memphis in huntsville alabama and they they you know start to connect interactively it's fascinating so it's the pandemic was a really a, a challenge it's a sad thing i mean we we lost a couple of our senior members by the COVID-19, but uh, we see it as a kind of new venue, new new path and a new blessing as well to connect each other. Yes. Well, let's talk about the, the church that we are a part of and looking forward into the future, what Wow, what dreams do you have for the church that we serve, the church that we are called to be a part of? That's also, you know, good question. Also, the, I mean, a question I kind of after the pandemic, I reflect to myself. I mean, I asked myself the same question. And I feel how can I put it? The Cumberland Presbyterian Church is, is a very colorful church. It has a 
diversity and the unity as well in it. It's a very family-oriented Christian community to me. I know almost all the that the faces the pastors of the all the areas and the, not many denominations I think have the same experience. And I, I I see that you know I'm just picturing that the, the first day of the Pentecost, the church, the faith community started as a colorful community. They spoke different languages. They came from different areas. So and, uh, it's a starting point. But also I feel like it's giving us the future vision and the future picture of our church. So yeah, I mean, as a, I'm, I'm a member of the uh, uh, hosting uh, uh, pastors, I'm a hosting community of the uh, this coming General Assembly. And uh, probably unfortunately, uh, this time global presbytery cannot attend due to the limitation of the international travel. But uh, also I, I think that the God giving us the new way and I heard that the uh, GA office it start to uh, think about the possibility to connecting online. So it's we're, this is a fascinating way too. And uh, we we can connect Cumberland uh, churches in Asia, in uh, uh, South America, in Europe, the same time. And uh, I, I mean, that is uh, giving me the, picture of the future church. I, I, I do not know, you know, how we can organize that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had a recently a good word. There is a creative chaos, sometimes God giving us. And uh, so I, I, I cannot say, I cannot define the Cameron Presbyterian church in the future, but uh, to me, it, it's okay, I mean, Step by step, we can we, we can go ahead to the probably the uh, global faith community like people experience in the day of the Pentecost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like what you said. The Cumberland Presbyterian Church is a very colorful church. I thought that was great. Yeah, and we can be the church of Pentecost. For sure. Well, Iwao, you uh, are a very busy man. And prior to the pandemic, you were always on the road. But for those who are listening to the podcast, how can we continue to follow you on your faith journey? Do you have um, a Facebook page? Um, what What's going on to where people can reach out to you and keep up with the ministry that you're a part of? Yeah, I'm on the Facebook and, uh, you know, I'm happy to show up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the 
all the uh, commissioners in General Assembly in Louisville, Kentucky. All right. That, that is the first step uh, I can connect after the pandemic. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really want to connect uh, other leaders and other pastors. So, well, that, that sounds great. All right. Uh, look for EWOW at General Assembly. He will be looking for you and in his desire to connect with you. EWOW, thank you for your time and sharing it and sharing your faith journey. Thank you for having me again. And it's my honor and I enjoyed this. And I really, I'm saying that uh, I, I, I want to tell that uh, this project is fascinating. I really enjoy listening the faith journey of the others. Thank you. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't do real well with compliments, but thank you, Ewao. And thank you for listening to today's podcast. Grab a friend and travel with us on our next journey down Cumberland Road. Thank you.